Hey, amazing people. How's it going? So today, let's let's have the ADHD talk. Uh, the one I've been promising, the one I've been talking about, the one I've been dreading. Um so where did where did this journey start? You know, I've I've mentioned before on the channel that at 46 years of age, I finally built up the courage to get my ADHD evaluated. And how did this come about? Well, it's a funny story. Um, I'm an avid YouTube watcher. I uh, love consuming content on YouTube. And I had this ADHD video that kept popping up in my feed. How to fix Motivation Bridge. And it was by a channel called How to ADHD um, by a host called Jessica. And you know, it kept popping up, it kept popping up, and I kept ignoring it. Honestly, I have no idea why this channel was popping up on my feed. I hadn't done any research into ADHD recently. I hadn't looked at any content. It's just something that popped up. So one day I decided to watch the video, you know. <laughs> one way to get it off your feed is to watch it. Um, and it blew my mind. You know, here's this, here's this person, here's Jessica explaining how motivation works for ADHD people and all the things ADHD people do to get things done. And this is something I had learned through the school of hard knocks through trial and error. You know, it took years and years and years for me to understand that if I have a project due, I'm just going to do it the night before. You know, I can I can beat myself up. I can try to get it done early. Chances are, come midnight, you know, that's when that's when the juices get flowing, and that's when I get, you know, my best work done is on right up next to a deadline. And this is something ADHD people do, you know, and it it just started this thought in my mind that. You know, I've always known that maybe I suffered from ADHD, right? I, I didn't quite know what ADHD meant, but I knew that maybe maybe I suffered from this. But what Jessica's channel taught me was I wasn't alone. You know, and I've I've kind of battled to where I am now, and I really didn't have to if I would have accepted the fact that hey, I need to go get tested. I need to go get evaluated. And why I really kick myself in the rear is because, you know, I've struggled for 46 years and I didn't have to. There's this whole community out there of people with similar problems like me that I could have leaned on, that I could have learned from, without having to go through the school of hard knocks and figuring out what works for me. So I made the decision after watching this video to do something about it. You know, I called my doctor and I said, hey, I want to get evaluated for ADHD. Can you refer me to somebody? Boom, I got a call from another doctor's office. I had an appointment ready to go get evaluated with no idea what was coming down the pipeline. And every video I started to watch, it was 
so weird to have these people describe how somebody functions with ADHD and the whole time I'm going, wow, these people are talking about me, you know, exactly about what I go through in my head. And that just made me realize that, you know, we have a lot of stigmas around mental health. And I really, really wish we didn't because there's so much help to be had out there once you get over the stigma hill. You know, once you accept that, you know, you, you, you're a little different than the normal people out there, it opens up a world of help, a world of research that you can lean on. And that's why I kicked myself for waiting 46 years. So, you know, I go get tested. Um, testing was, you know, I did a TOVA test, which was basically in layman's terms, staring at a screen and pressing a button when a certain thing happens. And I can tell you while taking the test, I can tell you exactly what color their dumpster is because the garbage got picked up and I was looking out the window instead of doing the test. I, I, you know, it's, this is something you do for 20 minutes and I couldn't do it for three or four. You know, I, I kept looking around the room. Like I, at one point I, you know, looked past the monitor and every time I saw the dot come up, I'd press the button. You know, it was, it was, I just, I put it into my subconscious mind while I went and did something else with my mind. And this whole time I'm thinking, you know, what are they measuring? What are they doing? Um, and I also wanted to testing with an open mind, right? I didn't have any preconceived notions. I didn't do any research. I really wanted this experience to be a baseline, a fresh baseline. So anyways, I did that test. I did an intelligence test. I did a couple of other tests. And then it took about two weeks to get results. So I went in, uh, sat down with a doctor, and we went over my results. Nice to see the test results, right? It was nice to get some validation. And now the doctor I've chosen doesn't believe in chemical therapy. So, you know, I'm going to do something called neurofeedback. Am I 100% sold on it? No, but uh, like I said, I'm going in with an open mind. And if I can stay off of the drugs and neurofeedback works, it's a win. So this is what I'm going to try. Um, and what that entails is a mapping of my brain waves and somehow helping me train my mind when it gets into certain situations. This is what I understand of it. I haven't been through the training yet. I mean, I've done the initial baseline of which I will get results next week. And as I learn what it is and what it's doing for me, I'll be glad to share it with everybody. And then the other thing that wasn't a surprise, but, you know, got tagged on was anxiety, stress, and depression, which were the other things I got tagged with, with all this testing. You know, one of the testing was like a hundred questions that I had to answer. You know, it's like, finish this sentence. And, you know, apparently, um, these are the three traits that came out. And so, you know, this week I'm going to start antidepressants. I'm not one for pills. I, 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 I'm, you know, I hate, I hate painkillers. I hate pills. I hate taking medicine. Like, but I've got a new outlook on these things right now. You know, 46 years of struggle. If my next 30 can be a little happier 
and it means I have to take a pill, I'm, I'm willing to do that. And the reason I say that is because I've also learned that my baseline is skewed. When someone asked me if I was happy or not, you know, I would have said happy, but when I, when I look at this now and I look at my baseline, you know, sometimes it's nowhere near happy. It's just, that's what was happy for me. You know, I, I look at people, you know, I've got friends that are eternal optimists, you know, happy people. And I look at them strange. I go, what, how, how do you not have a sad day? You know, how can you be happy all the time? Because my baseline includes a little bit of sad. And I looked at these people as strange anomalies when they, they may be more normal, right? If, if I can get a little bit of that, why not? You know, I waited till 46. You know, if, if, if this helps, then I'm willing to try it. At this point, you know, I'm not discounting anything. You know, the other option is therapy, which, you know, I will start talking to a therapist regularly too. And mind you, all this is strange, right? In, in, in our culture, and I think in many cultures, mental health is a stigma. You know, it's, it's looked, at, looked at as a weakness. Well, that's how I look at it. That's how I used to look at it. You know, it's, it's, I didn't want to do anything about it because, you know what, I should be able to take care of my mind on my own. But our bodies are made up of chemicals and so many things. And if we're missing any one piece of the puzzle, we could struggle. And not knowing makes it that much more difficult. So, you know, I encourage you, go seek help. Go seek an outside opinion. You know, it doesn't have to be someone you know. It doesn't have to mean you open up to family and face all those stigmas. Go see a professional. And, you know, if you don't like it, go back to doing what you were doing. But for me, it's been amazing. It's been a load off my chest. You know, I, I haven't started my ADHD therapy yet. I haven't started my antidepressants yet. I haven't started talking to my therapist yet, but I feel so much better. You know, there's a load off of my shoulders. I'm not carrying these stigmas anymore. And you know what? I'm telling the world about it. I'm telling you guys about it. If you know anybody that's struggling, send them to this podcast. Maybe it'll help them get over that stigma hill and go get the help they need. Because we don't have to struggle. It doesn't have to be a journey we're on by ourselves. There are plenty of people out there that can help you. You know, one of them is my cousin Rena, who's a psych, you know, who's a psychologist. I, you know, I told her I never looked at her as a professional. You know, I've always looked at her as my cousin. And, you know, I'm so glad I have all the people I have in my life because you know what? She's my go-to for verification. Like, you know, I know I can trust her. I know she has my best interest in her heart. And I, you know, there's a hundred percent trust with her. I, you know, I trust her with my life and it's so cool to have that rock, but you know, it's not only her, it's all my friends. It's all the support, you know, all the stigmas, all the, all the impressions I had of a mental health problem are not as bad as I thought they were in reality. You know, I've got so much support. Yes, you know, I've got, you've got the naysayers, you've got the people that think you're wasting your time, but you know what? Let them be who they are. I'm concentrating on the people that are helping me get to a better place. So that's been my story so far. 
you know, we've had the testing, we've done, we've done some basic testing, um, which was, mind you, difficult. You know, it, it is hard getting tested and not knowing what that person that's giving you the test is feeling. And what I mean by that is, you know, when you've suffered from ADHD or you've suffered from a mental issue, what others think of you has dominated your life. It's dominated my life. You know, I, I, what others thought of me mattered because I was so broken on the inside. And here's this person giving me a test, evaluating me. And I'm going, are they laughing at me on the inside? What are they getting out of this? And, you know, mind you, these are all unwarranted. That person is a professional and they're just giving you a subjective test. But these are some of the challenges you go through. This is some of where your mind goes. It's so difficult to be evaluated because here you go, you, you're going to you're giving somebody information and then they're going to sit down, analyze it and tell you what your challenges are or what you're struggling with. And it's such a moment of vulnerability. It's, it takes so much courage to do this. And I can understand why people choose not to, but I can only also tell you that it's such a weight off of your shoulders. You know, if you take this step, it takes so much pressure off and and just you instantly start to feel better. So, you know, I just wanted to share that it's, it's a really difficult thing to share for the exact same reasons. And, you know, it's because of these stigmas and of how mental health is looked at as a weakness. And this is my opinion, you know, this, this isn't, this, I'm not saying this is how it is. This is just everything I say on this podcast is how I think about things. And I'm always willing to change how I think about things based on the new information I get. But these were the challenges I had, right? I didn't want to say I had mental health issues, but the moment I said it, it was a weight off of my shoulders. It made my life that much better. And I have started accepting help. I have started being real with myself. So again, if you know somebody or if you're challenged with somebody, or or, I'm sorry, if you know somebody or you're challenged with an issue, go get a third-party opinion. Go go get a professional opinion and see if it helps. You know, I, I, I hope it helps me. I hope it makes my life better for the second half. I really do. And and really the win is internal, right? The majority of this effort, the majority of the benefit of everything I do this year for mental health is going to be in my head. It's going to be a win for me. And yes, that's going to make me a better person. Yes, that's going to make me a happier person, but ultimately I'm going to be able to love myself more and I'm not going to be thinking of myself as broken and taking those away will help me become who I want to become. So I hope this inspires you. You know, like I said, if you know anybody that needs to hear this message, send them to the podcast, send them to this episode. Um, The idea here is to make an impact, to make a positive impact on this world. So as always, remember my, my message is, you know, make a positive difference in someone's life. 
make them smile, make them happy, make their day, you know, make at least make one day better for whoever it is in your life that makes a difference for you and tell them they're amazing. Tell them they're awesome. So have an awesome, awesome day. And if nobody's told you you're amazing, you're amazing. And I'll talk to you later.